Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and i'm john bishop it's true he is i can guarantee that and john i'm so excited today and i'm john bishop wow that was nice that was a sort of like turned it around in a way that most wouldn't expect But yes, John, I'm glad you asked. I am excited because for the first time in the, geez, almost two years we've been doing this podcast, not counting the like pre-planning phase of this podcast that somehow took like two years on its own, there is new Cars content to discuss. Okay, so uh, what you're saying is today... We're going to be talking about something that is new to Disney Plus, something that is polarizing and engaging, exciting and new, something that... Don't do the punchline. Keep going, but don't do the punchline. I think I get it. (laughs) Something that blends so many uh, styles and genres. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Something that some might say is critically acclaimed. It's The joke he's going to make is WandaVision. Uh, which, yeah, WandaVision rules. Gosh, it's so cool. Uh, But no, we're not talking about that, John. You're wrong. Your joke was wrong. Oh. Honestly, I would love to. (laughs) Genuinely, God, I love WandaVision. It's so weird and a break from the norm, but we can't do that or we won't discuss what we're actually supposed to discuss today, which is the fact that Pixar popcorn dropped And there are, John, you remember how I was like, some episodes ago, breaking news, there's going to be a new car short? Mm Mm-hmm. Breaking news, there were two cars shorts. Two cars shorts. All right. And you're you're talking about how today we're going to be discussing the uh, Pixar popcorn that is new to Disney+. Plus. All right. So uh, how many episodes in general? On, on this Pixar popcorn that we'll be discussing. How many, like, car shorts? Or how many episodes of our podcast will we be de- devoting to Pixar popcorn? I mean, how many shorts are there? Like, that's what we're talking about today, right? All of the shorts? Uh, no. There are total nine or ten of them. Two of them are cars-themed. Okay, so we're, we're only doing two of the shorts. Okay, so, uh, for these two shorts, I'm guessing there's, like, a lot there, right? You know, when I heard the announcement, I sort of assumed there would be, which is why I specifically blocked out this episode to be about them. But the shorts are combined three minutes and 58 seconds long, including credits. 
So when you say that, you mean combined as in like you combine them, each of them being three minutes. So we got like six, seven minutes to talk about like. No, I I do not mean that. I mean, the first one, unparalleled parking is a minute and 57 seconds long. And the second one, dancing with the cars is two minutes and one second long. Okay, 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 okay. And uh, none of that is like, I don't know, any amount of just like something I I would consider like somewhat wasteful of time if we're doing something this intense and heavy. Uh, So like no zooming shots of just like, oh, we're just establishing the scene, right? It's not like the first 10 seconds of each video. Well, that is, that is, I would say what you've described is accurate. And I, I, I'm going to go ahead and anticipate your next question. They at least have some interesting conversations, right? Yeah, that's what I thought you might ask. Um, no, there isn't a word of spoken dialogue between the two. Ah, interesting. So they, they both went for monologues. No, there, there isn't a spoken word. Let's go with that. There isn't a word. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're going to, we've got this, this episode of our podcast is going to, is going to be us talking about these car shorts. These car shorts are what some might call just podcast poison. Yeah. Where there's pretty much no audio to discuss. Yeah, you know how, uh, sp- the, like, it, it reminds me of, like, sort of spinning or the one about lightning having hiccups or the one about red watering the flowers, except some of those had dialogue. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so, like, are the stories some, like, it's a minute or two minutes. Is that enough time for a story? Okay, so what's... Let's talk about the first one. I unparalleled parking. Yes. And despite the bit he's been doing, John has seen these minutes ago. <laughs> All right. So unparalleled parking. It is a piece of popcorn. It is one kernel that has been popped and it is about parking. Yeah, when they said bite size in the sort of press release, they meant it. But, you know, how are we not going to do an episode on new cars content? I mean, it's like they're mocking us. So anyway, uh, in unparalleled parking, uh, Guido and Sheriff just sort of set up some cones and are like, everyone come try to parallel park in them. Okay. And, so they're all um, cars. So I assume they all know how to park, right? At least half of them fail this task. Bella's Hello. pissed about it. I know they did she... a bad. I know they did a bad job, but like, it's not like they're just cars or anything. You know, it's it's okay. Bella, they some of them did good. Bella, come on, you're better. That, than seemed, this. that seemed to work. Just okay. telling her that some of them did a good job. Well, she stormed off to her room, and now she's just playing her music loudly and complaining. Mm. Okay, teenagers can't live with them. You know, all right. Who's first up to park? Well, it is that is a point I wanted to discuss. Is first up, they're like, "Eh, Lizzie, you go do it." <laughs> Which, well, technically, Guido does it first to demonstrate it. Uh, all right. Which all is right. also no. weird because Guido is like a foot and a half long compared to these other cars. 
Lucas, you're storming through our content here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We've got 30 minutes to fill for no, each of these shorts. <laughs> All right, know, so sorry. first thing that happens is uh, the setup for these parallel parking tests. Yes, they are, in fact, parallel parking, which, yeah, you're right. He he done does it, it, demonstrates it. He's only two feet long, so it seems like he's cheating, but he does use proper technique, so that's something. Yeah, he doesn't just like drive into it normally. It's a he he parallel parks. It's just much easier for little Guido. Okay. So now why does little Guido do it and not say a normal sized vehicle or I don't I don't know, uh, a law enforcement official who's trying to get people to pass this driving/parking test. You know, like sheriff. You know, that's something I actually did want to get into is why are they doing this? <laughs> well, at first I wanted to say it was like something actually to do with being allowed to park in Radiator Springs. But, you know, there's some characters that don't exactly live in Radiator Springs, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to that, certainly. Uh, but like, as far as I can tell, they're just, I mean, Cars is all about small town living is great you know mm-hmm. but this just makes it seem like man there's just nothing to do huh i guess let's parallel park okay you say that i guess but they have i mean you can say lightning doesn't count because he lives there they have a celebrity appearance they do they do and the celebrity does a bad job he does a very bad job if it's the one i'm thinking of it's uh, uh, Chick Hicks. Yeah, Chick K- Hicks is there. Kachungus. I didn't like whatever you just said. But yeah, I guess that ties into like, why are they doing this with him and the other character who showed up, Miss Fritter, who doesn't live there? Mm-hmm. But she does work for the government, or at least she used to. Yeah, but like, did they drive all this way to do this? Neither of them live in Radiator Springs. If anything, Chick Hicks would be pretty unwelcome in Radiator Springs, I feel like. Like, they wouldn't stop him, but like... They might stop him. Yeah, they might, and they probably wouldn't be like, yes, come do this weird parallel parking game we do with us, Chick Hicks, who is, like, everyone hates in this town. My my WandaVision for this is that... uh. This is clearly to raise awareness. This is some sort of public publicity thing. It's a it's a notice that's designed to increase awareness and to cre- increase interest in programs that help people learn how to park properly. Okay, I could see that. Sort of like a public service announcement, but like, you know, in person. Yep. Which and, is uh, easy to do in Radiator Springs because there are less than 20 people in the town. Mm-hmm. Which... Brings me to a very strange thing about this. The whole thing about Chick Hicks being there is weird, but it becomes worse and weirder when you think about it from the, oh, he is their celebrity guest choice. Because when you bring a celebrity guest and you've got your own celebrity and they're known to be rivals and one of them does a good job and one of them does a bad job, what you're essentially doing is establishing 
a method for publicly shaming one of them and showing, hey, you don't want to be like this dingus who lost the race after winning it the worst way. Yeah, don't be him. He's the worst. So they're taking a public figure and they're saying, hey, this race car who won once because he was the biggest of jerk faces. I mean, he assaulted the king like that was like, I don't know that it was against the law or anything, but it should be. He assaulted the king, uh, crippling him. And also that was the second time he just blatantly assaulted someone in that series of races. Yeah, the second time we see, if it's a pattern, Mm -hmm. he almost certainly does it throughout his career. He's, I'm guessing it's something similar or akin to how in wrestling there are heels and faces. And I think there's just an understood thing where Kachungus, the fungus, is definitely a heel. And what they're doing is they're saying, hey, we're going to get this celebrity guest and we're going to have him compete with our normal citizens and our other famous racer and he's going to do a bad job and we know he's going to do a bad job because he's an idiot so we're going to record it and we're going to show the world that he's an idiot and you don't want to be like him i mean that's a better explanation than anything i could come up with for why chick hicks was there so yeah why not you know because if that's the case then why do they show so many citizens failing yeah, I do want to just go through some of the participants here. I sort of mentioned this already, but they start with Lizzie, and that just seemed mean to me. Yeah. They go she's so old. They go the the small guy who has an easy time doing it very easily, he turns on a dime, basically built for this sort of small manipulation of detailed and specific uh, directions. And then they have a Model T who clearly needs a new suspension system because she cannot stop shaking and rattling like crazy. She's, it seems like she's just a scared older woman and they're making her go first. Yeah, it seems like if like in some small town there was like, okay, we've set up a limbo thing. Okay, let's get our you know, 100-year-old woman to try first. Go ahead, let's see how you do. And then they all look sort of like, oh, she didn't do a good job. How awkward. As if, like, <laughs> they're surprised by it. Oh, uh, yeah. It's it's deeply upsetting. It's yeah. deeply upsetting. Okay, well... Lightning was Do they give her a second chance? Yes, yes. Yes right and the, no. Yeah, well... What do they do? They put the sign up and then they just pretend she did it. Yeah. Later we'll discuss how Miss Fritter came in and just ruined the whole thing uh, and got rid of all the cones. And then Lizzie just sort of was like, I can do it now. And you're like, now, you know, you brought sure. up Miss Fritter ruining everything. Yeah. I think that, again, this is an example of her being well known for being a essentially a racing heel but in the same time like she's not necessarily a bad guy so what are they saying with her hey don't be an idiot like uh, a chungus mcfungus and don't be like this backwater redneck is that what they're saying 
Because they also let Mater do it, and he does a weirdly good job. Yeah, I don't like how Mater does it, but we'll talk about that in a minute. (laughs) But I don't know, because like what all Miss Fritter does is she just you hear her engine rumbling off screen and like Red and Sheriff and and Guido look off and look like, oh, God, we got to get out of here. And she comes in and does some donuts and doesn't even try to park and knocks everything over. But then, like, Sheriff shows up and turns on his siren and, like, leads her away. Yeah, did she get arrested? She got arrested, which leads me to what I think was the case. I think she was just visiting the town. And this may have been some sort of live awareness sort of thing where they were trying to encourage people to park correctly and legally. And on live television, she just went crazy. And Sheriff had no other choice but to arrest her for it. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was trying to think of the crime. I guess disorderly conduct. Disorderly conduct and something about inappropriate behavior on a live broadcast. Yeah, maybe destruction of property or something. But as we've discussed, the legal systems in this universe are... The same as ours, because guess what she did? She incited violence, and guess what? She's probably going to get away with it. Yeah, I was going to say fast and loose, uh, but also that. Uh, Uh. We've already talked about Chick Hicks. Lightning does like a weird little turn into it. It's not that interesting. What he does is also almost certainly illegal, but he did it cool, so hey, let's give it to him. And then Ramon... He goes ahead and he brings out his daddy long legs and shows everyone his crotch on live television and then has two other vehicles park underneath him. Yeah, I did have a note here that specifically said John's going to mention Ramon's taint. Uh, (laughs) Not anything about Ramon, but about what I thought was going to happen later, Uh, which you didn't say the camera. So there is that. To your credit, you did not. I was the one who said the word taint this time. You said crotch. Uh, But yeah, he does. Does like him lifting up on his hydraulics help him park at all? Or does he just do it because he's Ramon and that's what he does? I think he does it before or during the parking. Like, I don't think he parks and then raises himself up without having done it before. So I think it kind of helps just like make him more limber, make him have more room to move, I guess. But also it was definitely bragging because it's one of those things where, oh, look, I have people sitting underneath me. Yeah, he does bring Luigi and Guido in to park underneath him after that, which I don't know, is a fun enough joke. And I guess him lift because if I remember right, he backs in, but like lifts up his back. So like the part this part that sticks out is up a little higher so it's less likely to hit whatever's behind you i guess is the idea behind him using his hydraulics okay so he succeeded yes lightning mcqueen succeeded yes guido succeeded yes did anyone else succeed oh john how could tomato fail i mean i think it would count as failure if he were to like i don't know do something that wasn't actually parallel parking. I don't know, like, for example, if he, a car, were to very clearly, visually, 
scrunch his body up and then tiptoe to the side. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, and we haven't mentioned this, after each one does it, there's a little stoplight and it either blinks red to be like, oh, they did a bad job. Or it gives a little ding and is green to be like, oh, they did it. And it goes green for Mater and his terrible, terrible body conforming. See, lightning. That's what I meant. Lightning at best got a, got a yellow because what he did was not parallel parking. What he did was a donut into his parking spot, which yeah, sort of was cool in. Yeah. and was very controlled. And since he is a professional, I am sure could be considered to be safe, but it's not parallel parking. You did a bad job. But so with so there's that. Yeah. Now, now Mater. Mm-hmm. Mater doesn't get a he doesn't get a light. He did get a light, but he doesn't he doesn't deserve a light. Cause what he did was not parallel parking. I don't think it was safe because, again, he is a large piece of metal that just bent his body in. It wasn't something that children should have to watch on live TV as a, a public broadcast of, hey, for your information or just to raise interest. And uh, quite frankly, it was just very disturbing. Yeah, but like the thing is, and we will get back to him contorting his body. Like, I don't know if he can do that every time. That is a perfectly effective way to get into a tight parking spot on the side of the road, you know? See, it works every time until it doesn't. But like, it's Mater, so it of course works every time, you know? Okay, He's, okay. Mater is, is Roger Rabbit. He can't get out of the handcuffs until it was funny, you know? He, he Oh, it's it's like that weight from Family Guy. I forget what its name is, but it's it's a type of metal that is as heavy as the situation would require it to be for it to be funny. So uh, Peter tries to lift it. It's a dumbbell, and he can't even budge it at all. And then Lois just like walks in, picks it up with a finger, I'm like, yeah, it works because it was amusing, which yeah. leads me to believe that, uh, and this is going to be a an out there conclusion for such a small little tidbit of a small little tidbit of a show. Uh-huh. Mater is a fifth dimensional imp. You know what? Yeah. I mean, that's a better explanation for his powers than we've ever come up with, I'd say. At least uh, an equal one. Just like Batmite and Mr. Uh, Mixopidalic. He, his power comes from creativity. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to agree with that. I, I'm not fully willing to give up my Roger Rabbit. Like he can, like I think maybe if nobody was watching, if he didn't have an audience, he wouldn't have been able to do that because it wouldn't have been funny for anyone. So uh, it's the opposite of uh, quantum particles. Yeah, he can only do it when people are watching. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So either of those, I did not expect to get new Mater Power theories from this, again, minute and 57 second long short. Fair enough. I'm giving him at best a yellow light because that's not parallel parking. Yeah, but like in this universe, if you can do that, and I think maybe cars could do that without his weird little scrunching up, just based on the way they can move their wheels, it would take longer uh, and be harder for them 
because again, Mater can do whatever he wants, but I think th- they could sort of wiggle into a spot basically effectively. Now, Lucas, I was going to argue with you. I was going to bring up the fact that, uh, well, it's not like you could do that in our world to actually get a passing grade on your parking uh, section of your driver's test. And then I realized that you can. How? If you get, oh, if you have a self parallel car. If you have a self driving car. car. That has the option of parallel parking for you, and you just press the button and let it do it. Uh, in certain states, that's good. Wild. That I don't like that, but I also kind of love that at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what happens when your laws take forever to make, and you yeah. know society advances far faster than your laws. Just like how it's illegal to have uh, any sort of food like ice cream or carrots in your back pocket on a Sunday in on Main Street. Can't be stealing horses, Johnny. Stealing horses, horses away. with that ice cream in your back pocket. That's what I do anyway. Have mm-hmm. I ever told you that for my driver's test, I, did, I practiced parallel parking, but I was very bad at it. Uh, mm-hmm. But he just took me on this little side street I was like, okay, go ahead and parallel park. And I was like, oh, between what? And he was like, eh, just go ahead. And there weren't any cars to par- or anything to parallel park in between. You lucky son of a gun. And I was just like, uh, okay. So I just, I did it like I was parallel parking, but I just sort of had to back in to a spot on the side of the road. I was like, okay, I was really worried about this. Uh, all right so i took my test in a in a great little place that i was born and raised and uh, it. there was a man who was infamous for being a stickler on those driving tests and it's the like good mentality of i'm gonna do my job properly and i'm gonna make this very hard for anyone because if anyone gets in an accident i don't want it to be my fault so i get it enough. i respect it i even like the idea of it but i don't like me failing multiple times because this man came out of retirement to work for one more year <laughs> and then retire again just so that I have to take his specific driving test three times. Yeah, did uh. you did you get it on the third time or did he retire and you did it a fourth time with someone else? I got it on the third time. Okay. He had not retired again yet. He retired... Okay. I'm assuming the moment that I finished my test. Yeah, I'm sure it was all about, hey, I've seen this kid practicing with his parents. I cannot let, he, he cannot oh, be no, Lucas, set loose yet. You got it twisted. He saw that I wasn't practicing with my parents. That's fair. See, my father, he's, a, he's an interesting man. He likes to think in very strange, uh, very uh, conservative ways of... Yeah. You don't learn by practicing, you learn by doing. Uh, So he, instead of, you know, teaching me how to drive, uh, decided to just take me on one road trip to look at a, I don't know, garbage truck that he was looking at buying. And then I had to drive there and back out, like into an out of state, which illegal. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then just wrote down a bunch of fake hours and wouldn't take me driving. 
Oh yeah, I fully faked my hours as well. My parents made me drive a lot with them, but I did not keep track of when I did it. See, uh, <laughs> I I would uh would be happy to have kept track of more driving hours if I had them. Yeah. But no, uh, I had to take extremely strict tests of driving skills without ever developing driving skills. Uh, yeah, that's, boy. that's not great, bud. So then there's that. But yeah, in in the place that I took my test, they have two cars that are just broken down intentionally on a street that you have to parallel park. And also, there's constant through traffic. That sucks. Like, again, mine was was on a street no one was on. But I will say, my guy was blatantly racist because he said when we got to that part, he said, now we're in the ghetto, so if anyone pulls a gun, you just run them right over. What the? And I said, uh? <laughs> and he's like, Parallel Park. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it was it was really bad. And it shook me up more than any other thing in my driver's test was this man's really, really blatant racism. All right. Okay, do, so, do we have yeah. anything more to say about this? I feel like this one has more content with, than Dancing with the Cars, so I want to squeeze as much out as possible. All right. What else do we have? Uh, so Lightning cheated, but I guess that's okay. Mater cheated, but I guess that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Miss Fritter, she done ruined everything and got arrested for it. Lizzie got a second chance, but they didn't reset up the cone, so they just passed her. Yeah, which, uh, as we've learned with my, my experience, is, I don't know, maybe accurate. If and you honestly, don't have dimensions you need to stay within, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, it was super easy. It was the easiest part of the test. Uh, <laughs> Lucas, I had to main I had to maintain constant visuals and inspect my mirrors. Like I had to have a mental timer for how often I had to check every mirror in every situation I would check the mirror. Did you know you're supposed to check your mirrors uh, both side and uh rear view constantly even when going on a straight road cuz You'll get failed on that test if you don't. And yeah. also, oh boy, you have to check your gas constantly. You have to check gas. your uh, speed constantly. You have to view the dash. You have to view each mirror. You have to do like a check of each of those. Maybe once every, I think if you're compiling them, three seconds. That's bad, man. It's bad and terrible and frustrating and if you think I'm joking, like the guy would mark me off if I ever like delayed too long on checking a mirror. No, I, I actually now that he, you've started talking about this, I remember people at our high school talking about this guy constantly around driving test time. Lucas, I even checked the mirrors constantly the second time, but got failed in part due to that because it wasn't obvious enough that I was checking them. So I made sure on the third test that every time I checked anything, I would turn my head, not That's... my eyes. I would turn my head to look at it so that this man would know. That's more dangerous, if anything. And that's how I passed my test. Yeah, that's not great. But what I was saying is honestly good for Lizzie. Good they for Lizzie. set her up to fail in the first place. Uh, that was cruel. They set her up to fail in an embarrassing way. Oh boy. Okay, so she failed. 
of course, Miss Fritter failed. Now, Chick Hicks, how did he fail? I want to give tried, you that one. Yeah, he tried to do the exact same thing Lightning did, and he almost did it, but he knocked over one cone, and then he got mad and drove out and tried to do it again, but since he was mad, he just sort of spun out and knocked over all the cones, similarly to how Miss Fritter did, but on accident. Which leads me to think, you know how we talked about this was a setup? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why Lightning did what he did. Oh, yeah, because Chick would be like, oh, well, I'm a Piston Cup winner. I can do just as good a job. Yeah. And of course he couldn't. And I think that, honestly, they were impressed by how close he had gotten. But then they knew he was going to throw a temper tantrum if he failed, so he did. And it looked like a child, so, yeah, that's what he did. Yeah. Okay. Did someone else fail? I feel like someone else failed. I don't think so. I think that's everyone. I I think... I think we're good on unparalleled parking for now. Okay, Which, unparalleled parking. What are you rating it? Oh, we should rate it. That's a good call. Honestly, I don't know. It was kind of cute. I liked... Lizzie made me sad at the beginning, but I liked that she did a good job and seemed happy at the end. It was fine. Out of ten for like a two-minute short, a seven. Why not? Six. Right. Six and a half. I'll there give it... Whatever is average, if that's a five, if that's a six, if that's a 5.5, very, very average experience. Passable. But I do do want to uh, mention something I had kept thinking about and forgetting. Miss Fritter couldn't have passed the test. Yeah, that I meant to think about that, to talk about that as well. Was she, that, that, I think, She was bigger than the original size of the coned off area. Yeah, I think that does lend credence to your thing that, like, she was just here for an unrelated thing and was like, ah, some stuff I can go knock down. Okay. Which is why she was arrested. (laughs) Yeah, you can't do that. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, I just wanted to mention that this this test was unfair in a lot of ways, but Guido versus uh, Ms. Fritter... Very big example of how this world is not built for everyone. Yeah, or if Red had decided to compete, he couldn't have really done it either, but he did not try. Okay, right here in the middle seems like a good enough time as any to do the wiki quote segment of the day of the week. Give me that wiki quote segment of the day of the week. I didn't much like that impression of me, but it was probably accurate. I was just uh, trying to get the timing down. That's fair. <laughs> this and week, the uh. Yeah, no, I did do that. Uh, and that was the part I didn't like, because I realized I did it, and I was like, why did I do that? Anyway, this week we are going over to worldofcarsdriving.fandom.com slash wiki slash Kate. And I just wanted to bring her up for... You almost certainly don't recognize the name, John, I'm sure, but I think you will recognize my description of her once I start reading it, so I'm just going to start at the beginning. Kate, also known as the Corn Lady, is a plane who resides in Propwash Junction and has a big interest in corn. She is painted white and is usually seen wearing a corn cob costume. Oh, okay. Okay, it was the corn cob costume, because... Everything else, I was like, that just sounds like a background character I would not... Oh, the one who was wearing 
costume of food. Okay, yeah, the that one, one. The one who, for some reason, was dressed like corn in Planes, Fire, and Rescue. I just wanted to remind you that she existed for this, our Pixar popcorn episode. Okay, good, 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 good. And one thing I will say, and I think I'm going to start doing this as well, is I did check, and of course, there is a die cast of, uh, they call her... Kate the Corn Cob Girl. And so if you're wondering on my list of die casts I want really bad, Kate just jumped pretty high up on it. Okay, okay. I could have this little plane dressed like corn, and that'd be pretty fun. Ah, well, I guess since we're in the middle and we're doing our, our bits, let's do the fun fact of the day. Um, WandaVision has at least three episodes out. God, they're so interesting. <laughs> uh, your not very fun fact of the day, the rest of the season isn't out yet. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I get it may not be everyone's cup of tea, and I will disagree heavily with people who say Marvel doesn't experiment with their movies, but they don't do it a ton, and this is such an interesting deviation for them. There is some experimentation for sure, but there's definitely like a formula that is followed with the movies. But watching I Love Lucy, the Marvel TV show was pretty interesting. And then they threw it into a, what was it? The next generation. Leap. It was I Love Lucy, then Bewitched. And I don't know, maybe the Brady Bunch was the one that just came out. I'm not sure what the 70s one was. Okay, okay. Yeah, and... I won't spoil anything, but it's like also more than that, but it's just being released in bits and pieces that I, God, I want to just consume all of it right now. I think their goal with this is more that they want people to talk about it because yeah, as, as we just talked about, this is very much an experiment with the format and it's very strange and it's clearly got a mystery behind it. And with that, having people talking about the mystery and trying to figure it out before it happens next week. That's a very big part of the just watching culture that we've been missing with a lot of the uh, culture of must consume whole seasons at a time. Yeah, I agree with all of that. All right. Thanks Let's for letting get back. me talk about WandaVision for a while. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to a, a good old fashioned dance off. Yeah, let's go dance with some cars, man. All right. We're dancing with the cars. So that's it's clearly going to be uh, Dancing with the Stars uh, riff. So I'm guessing there's some sort of, I don't know, storyline where they're competing in a competition that involves dancing with celebrities? No, you remember how uh, the first one was just sort of, uh, oh, this is something they do to pass the time in their small town. Mm-hmm. That's is that again. They're just dancing at flows because they like they're having fun and enjoying life. Yeah, they're just sort of at flows. And it opens with Flo and Ramon dancing and Mater hits the jukebox as a different song and Guido and Luigi dance and that happens four more times. Probably oh, so, less than that. So like Mater's just become cool? He's like the Fonz now? He just hits no, it he's... and and uh music starts. No, he's doing it fully on accident, to our oh, knowledge. Okay, so Mater bumbles his way into a dance party. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We 
do get a bit more shown off of Ramon's insane hydraulic flexibility. It seems like in our universe, a car would not be able to hydraulics as quickly and effectively as Ramon. Not with nearly that precision, at least. Yeah, so I don't know. Ramon's a superhero. Uh, All right, so, so hydraulics. That is a system of pistons that uh, are able to provide actuation or force forward and backward. Basically just uh, machines designed to move things. And it uses a hydraulic fluid. Uh, hydraulic, based on hydro, which is some some like water variant word. So you might think water, but no, it's, it's a hydraulic fluid. Which, uh, okay, so if you think about that, that means that Everyone in this world that is a car, like a normal car, has like your typical fluids, like gasoline. We've got the sure. oil, we've got the coolant, and then some of them have this extra fluid that mm. just allows them to be superheroes. Sort of a super soldier serum, if you would. Brought it back yeah. to Marvel. <laughs> Why not? You know? Why not? Ramon is Captain America. I love it. <laughs> Which brings me to uh, something interesting to think about captain america him having that one dance that's a big deal in the marvel universe but what if we were to see captain america a super soldier a person in peak human condition just like break dance i'd like that that'd be pretty cool like it would feel tonally wrong mostly but i'd be Mm -hmm. like yeah why not sure (laughs) (sighs) well glad i got that out of my system uh, so we talked before about how dancing would work. And one of the things we said is that, unfortunately for these cars, dancing would mostly just be like bobbing their head and just kind of like shifting side to side slightly. Yeah. And one of the characters did, in fact, do that. Yeah, it seems like that is the basis you know, of Mm -hmm. all of their dances is they just sort of drive like very small variations back and forth, move their head. Like people did some more fancy, some more fancy stuff that we'll get into, but the building blocks is just, you know, bobbing your head, tapping your wheel and driving back and forth. Yep. Everyone, like it starts off, uh, they're, they're all at the dance hall, Flo's V8 cafe. And, what are they doing? They're just bobbing their heads to music while two people are, I don't know, maybe dancing in the middle, but not doing much. And then Mater goes ahead and backs into the machine, changes the music. Okay, you do it once, shame on you. Uh, and then he changes the music, and then people start dancing. Two people. That's one style of dancing. Then yes. he bumps into it again. Uh, well, shame on me. And then... Two more people start dancing. And then I think the third time someone else bumps into it or hits it. Yeah, I I was wondering, I was going through my head. Maybe this is another instance of like Mater's only if it's funny powers, because like, I don't really think jukeboxes work like that, but other people do it too. (laughs) See, when I've, what I used to see was the good old Fonz hitting it. Yeah. And what Fonz would do is he would hit it and it would start playing. 
Yeah. He wouldn't change the song by hitting it unless yeah, I, I didn't watch enough Happy Days. Yeah, I don't know enough about that. But like hitting it to start it makes some amount of sense to me, especially like old style where there were actual records that dropped down and played. Because like, I don't know, maybe he jostled one into place, you know? I mean, the theory behind hitting something to get it to work is more solid than people want to give it credit for because the whole idea behind that, oftentimes it's something is stuck and won't move or you want to get it to spark so it'll actually like trigger starting. So one of those two things easily could have happened as like the spinning device in the record player is stuck and you just need to jostle it to get it to move again. And that might be what happened. But he changes the song and then just like any good old comedy routine, he does it on accident three, no, two times. Yeah, and then it's it's it has variations upon it. But yeah, we start out with Ramon and Flo Dance and they do some like fancy-ish moves. Again, we've already talked about his hydraulics and how he's Mr. Fantastic. I think he's Mr. Fantastic, if anything. Okay. And then he hits it and some like very classic Italian sounding music gets going. Which, of course, gets Luigi and Guido all excited. And uh, when they dance, one of those is a forklift. So does anything cool happen specifically with that because they're forklifts? Yeah, they do some lifts. They do some lifts. Okay. So uh, Luigi and Guido, uh, don't know if I've said it before, but I'll say it. I think they're a couple and Disney Pixar doesn't want to admit it. Because they do a dirty dancing and it was beautiful. No, yeah, like before I've been like, I could see people shipping these two and be like, yeah, why not? But I'm not sure. Watching this, I was like, oh, these two are in love. Mm-hmm. I, and yeah. Like there was no hesitation. It felt right. Yeah, and like in a way, I, for a second, I, it broke through my like, I'm watching this for my podcast to like find content, I guess. And I was like, oh, this is cute. (laughs) Yeah, good for them. All right. So that's nice. And then uh, next song plays. And guess what happens? Is this one Fillmore? Uh, This is either Fillmore or this is. Okay, I want to make a joke, but I can't remember what their name is. Are you thinking of Devo? No. All right, I'm going to look this up. Uh, cover for me. Okay, in the meantime, I'll tell you about Fillmore's because I think his is chronologically first. Just like some classic hippie rock comes on and somehow like some tie-dye lights come on and he comes out and like... Has a full-on triggered episode of an acid trip. Yeah, yeah, which he, you, he does. You might think, no, that's not what's happening. But his friend Sarge is like, oh no, it's happening again. And then helps him out by stopping the acid trip by changing the music. Yeah. So that... I don't think those lights were real. I think what happened was the the song had some sort of audio trigger that caused Fillmore to immediately have a, an acid trip. Yeah, like a flashback. I could that's pretty much what I was where I was going with it. Uh, don't tell us if that's not how drugs work. We don't know. Uh, it's a myth about how drugs work, specifically acid. 
It's yeah, a myth that yeah. if you do acid once at any point in your life, since it's stored in your spinal cord, you crack your back and all of a sudden you're having another acid trip. Weird. But one thing I did want to touch on with Fillmore, and I don't know if you caught, caught this. He, at he one, just kind of wobbled back and forth and didn't do like anything? For most of it. And if you didn't see this, I may have be, been just reading into it, but it was like a guitar solo. Yeah, and it seemed he definitely like he strummed was, the guitar. Yeah, he was air guitaring with mm-hmm. his wheels, which, no, <laughs> absolutely not. There have been, canonically, guitars being played. And do you know who played those guitars? Not a van. <laughs> not a, it wasn't a van. No, not Fillmore. Almost your certainly. It was the next group. Uh, the next group, of course, being the village people. I think they were supposed to be Devo, man. Once you said Devo, I was like, nah, it's probably that. But hey, there was a group of people just doing some... Well, here's the thing. It was line dancing. They were doing line dancing. And in case you're wondering, uh, of course, it was good dancing. And there was like some amount of like skill or artistry to it. And it actually had some sort of sense to it. So yes, they were in fact forklifts. Yeah. Do you know Devo? Like when I say that, do you have an image in your mind? If not, I just sent a link to explain why I'm almost certain it's Devo. See, when I hear Devo, I think of, well, this is going to be weird. I've got a weird connection in my brain to Teletubbies. Huh. Weird. And it's because of the hats. No, yeah, I I get that. But like... I think the hats Ah. remind me of the feeding scenes. It's a terrible way to describe whatever you're describing. Uh, The the Teletubbies have this weird feeding tube that just like sprays some gross nasty. Oh, the the Tubby Custard machine. The Cubby Custard machine. Uh, Is it because, I haven't clicked on your link, but is it because of their yellow jumpsuits? Their yellow jumpsuits and red plunger-like hats, yes. I don't know if I would call that a plunger. No, yeah, that's that's fair enough. But they're weird red hats that were imitated by them having cones on their head. Traffic cones. Okay. That's what the traffic cones were for. I yeah. thought it was to represent that like they were doing a construction worker routine. Oh, I could, okay. I see the village people now. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to agree. Almost certainly they were Devo. But still... They it's were, weird they were reference. Just, yeah, they were the forklifts. And like, I could be wrong. Have we ever in our time seen these four yellow forklifts before? I think so. Okay, I didn't recognize them, but I could be wrong. I feel like they're a pit crew. Yeah, they, they were. They all matched, so I assumed they were like part of some team or something. But like, I don't know. I don't know who these people are. I don't know, at the very least, specifically who they are, and maybe they're new characters that they introduce just to be like, yeah, it's a... These guys are really into Devo, I guess. So, here here they are. Okay, this is weird. They might be the crew for Octane Gain? Who is that? Octane Gain? That's a good name. It might just be a random racer. Yeah, yeah looking at them they are a yellow pit crew i see what yeah i think you're right (laughs) okay so the members of octane gang are now uh devo 
for the purposes of this short, all right. <laughs> Another yeah. celebrity appearance, I guess. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so they're there. Another example of why are these people in Radiator Springs? But who what can are you say? Do? Yeah, you gotta do. All right. So the styles of dancing. They had Devo, but they were Devo doing some square dancing uh, or line dancing, if you will. And then there was good old fashioned, I guess, maybe salsa. I don't know why it would be salsa, but maybe it was salsa. What they did just sort of vaguely ballroom, if you're talking about Luigi and Guido. Yeah, Uh, some some ballroom there. Uh, I guess swing dancing for whatever Flo and Ramon were doing. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say the same with them. Like, it doesn't make sense for them to be swing dancing, but like with the style of music and the fact, mostly the fact that she goes like under his leg mm-hmm. was sort of reminiscent of swing to me. And uh, good old fashioned air guitar and just wild acid trip that good old fashioned dance yeah he was just sort of looking up at a source of light that maybe wasn't there uh and bobbing his head and then he does air guitar which you can't play the guitar Fillmore. i'm so sorry but you just can't (laughs) and then the last dance as you probably have guessed by now uh mater decides i'm going to put these people under my thrall and march them to their <laughs> inevitable deaths. And they all did the conga. Yeah, I did a nice little conga line. Yeah, I just did a nice little conga line uh, as they drive off. Into the night. Yeah, into the night. The neon, I will mention, looked really good at the, mm-hmm. in that little night scene. They had it all lit up. I was like, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Luigi and Guido do a few more lifts. And I'm like, yeah, nice. Real quick, could a forklift just lift a car like that? Would you say? It depends on the forklift and the car. And as I'm pretty sure he is not a forklift that would be able to do it, the answer is no. But at the same time, if there's one of the Radiator Springs original group that could be lifted, I would have to say it was probably one of the two of them. Yeah, that's fair. And maybe Guido is just Captain America. Maybe we got it wrong, you know? Makes sense. He is American. He doesn't, he doesn't just lift him up and then put him down. He like does some spins and holds him up there for a second. I'm like, yeah, good job. Yeah. All right. Well, I that's all I can think of with that one. Uh, <laughs> let's rate it and then... Okay. The big decision here is, do we prefer unparalleled parking or dancing with the cars? And... I think I gotta give the edge to unparalleled parking, but just barely. See, I'm I'm gonna have to give it to uh, Mater summoning his children of the night. That's fair enough. He is a vampire, canonically, sometimes. Uh, so, I think I gave unparalleled parking a six and a half, so I'll give Dancing with the Cars a six. Sure. And I'll give this uh, an average point five. There you go. Let's see. And I will say I watched all of them just in case you're wondering, should I watch these? Some of them are pretty good. Like I will say, if you're wondering, John, 
most of them do not have dialogue. There are a couple with Ducky and Bunny, I think are their names, or Fluffy and Bunny, I can't remember, from Toy Story 4, and they're, like, doing some jokes. But, I don't know, they're fine. (laughs) The one for Soul, like, really captures the essence for Soul really well, in that it's just, like, a little slice of life that's really gorgeous, set to some pretty music that's like, hey, enjoy life, and that's what Soul's about. So I liked that one a lot. And the Incredibles ones are nice. Just because, I don't know, so often we don't get to see this family just being a family and nothing is wrong. And that was kind of nice to see. Okay. It does seem that they are Ducky and Bunny. Ducky and, and Bunny, uh, yeah. also it seems that Ducky is the name of a keyboard? I don't know, man. Sure. <laughs> That's your interesting tidbit of the moment. Yeah, sure. Why not? And... I don't know. How, did you have fun doing an episode about something that just came out? Yes. Uh, and I will admit to our dear listeners that I was going to watch these. And then I played a video game for way too many hours. Mm-hmm. And then I started uh, the session of podcasting. Before we started recording, I realized, oh, I have to watch these. So I watched them as we went, I guess. Yeah, why not? I just thought it was kind of neat of like every time, every episode we've done since like, it's kind of like a fun thing on the internet to be like, Ooh, what's cars all about? Every episode we've done in the back of my mind somewhere is, Oh, I wonder if someone said this already, which not for everything we've said, we've said some wild stuff, but it was kind of fun to be like, no, this came out three days ago and we're talking about it. Well, for us, it came out yesterday. And we're already talking about it. No one said this stuff. We got the hot breaking news about, I don't know, parallel parking and dancing. So there's I that. I don't know, man. I, uh, I'm i pretty sure that since it came out yesterday and there are, hmm, 8 billion people, I feel like people have already said everything that we've said, like, minutes before we did this. Well, I guess we'll just delete this one. Sorry, mm-hmm. folks, if you're listening to it, there's been some sort of horrible mistake. I don't know how you got this, but uh, yeah. I will find you. I guess you hacked my future Lucas's computer, who mm-hmm. edited it? Why'd you do that, future Lucas? Uh, just to make myself sad, I guess. Anyway, that's probably the end of the episode. Watch these if you want, or don't, you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> but thank you, keep listening to us, either way. Uh, and thank you for doing that. We really appreciate y'all tuning in. Each and every week, or some weeks, if you don't tune in every episode, you should maybe. Uh, (laughs) But if you want to give us something to talk about that isn't three minutes and 58 seconds long with not a single word spoken, we'd appreciate that because it does feel like Pixar is taunting us at this point by dropping this and nothing else for us. Mm -hmm. And. Hopefully there'll be more in between now and whenever Untitled Cars Project comes out in fall of 2022. But maybe not. So we do need you to suggest stuff. Uh, and you can do so at our email, which is thekachat at gmail.com, or on Twitter, which is at thekachat. Both of those are all one word, no hyphen in there. John's going to say something, and I don't know what it is, but I have an idea. Go ahead. fish. Bet you didn't see that one coming. I didn't. I really didn't. Hang on tight, spider monkey. 
That was a quote from Twilight. Do the actual stuff you're supposed to do. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in listening to this crazy little podcast. And if you want to tell people about these uh, popcorns, sure. Okay, yeah, do it. that's fine. Do what you want. I don't mind either way. Uh, yeah, or... Do what you want. Yeah, it's if your you're life. passionate about them, that's the you got to live it. Thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. I... And uh, well, <laughs> we really appreciate you listening and. Remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a Beamer.